Thank you for listening to the program. I like to start out sometimes. uh, I feel better somehow when I read a verse that I know almost everyone has heard. But one of those places is Hebrews, where he says, Let us lay aside every weight, the sin which so easily besets us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And we look to Jesus, the author, the author and finisher of our faith. So I remember a a person said to me one time, and apparently it's an old saying, life is a long road with no turning. You, You don't, and what I wanted to see is the idea of the race set before us. It's a long race and let us run it with patience. So what is the race? Well, you look to him and he gave one commandment. That's all it can be is you die to yourself and live in him and his love. Faith works by love. And it says here, uh, consider him though, Least you be wearied and faint in your minds. Because we have the Spirit of God, the Lord Himself, in our hearts. And that makes all the difference in the world. Before the promise was given, they could obtain that faith, like Hebrews here in this chapter 11, the, Hebrew, the heroes of, of faith, whatever. I, but, but the faith they had was still of the Spirit of God, but now that faith lives in us. He is the author and finisher of uh, our faith, and that means the same as where we are His workmanship. From start, and there is no finisher, it means he, it just keeps on finishing out and multiplying, uh, hopefully. Uh, but one day we'll be judged and, and straightened out and purified. So I was looking at that idea, and it kind of started over here with one verse that not so well known maybe. But Paul said, you know, I'm willing to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. He, he makes that clear other places that, that they'd be fine. But he says, wherefore, because of that, being present with the Lord, because you could die tomorrow, be present with him, or live 20 more years, he come back, you'd be present with him. One way or the other, we will be. So wherefore, because of that idea that I will be there and willing to be there, I labor, we labor, whether here or there, to be accepted of him, because we can that is simply judging yourself with his judgment which is no darkness or uh, bitter feelings or resentful feelings uh, unforgiveness uh, towards anyone so that whether here or there we can be accepted because we all will appear before him and then we will be accepted uh, one all that will be accepted is what is right and it's about the love of Christ he goes on to talk about and if any man's in Christ he's a new creature he's a new creature with a new nature you still have the old nature there's no question about that but that then becomes the struggle 
and the race, as it were, that Hebrews is talking about there, that we run every day that we live. Every, like the old preacher said, every minute of every hour of every day, we live, we run this race. And it is to have and abide in his love. There's really no question about that. But the doing of that is, then becomes, how do you do that? What is that? Because I found out right away and began over the years to deceive myself into, well, it can't be done. Not me. I can't do it. But it can be done. And he convicted me. One, and sh yes, it can be done. You just have to want it with your whole heart. And here in Hebrews where he said, look to him. He's the author and finisher of faith. And if you're going to walk by faith, you look to him. You actually become the new creature. That's why he says this about who you really are. And that is him and his love. And you have to crucify the old man to do it. And that's the struggle or fight that Paul talks about here and almost every place. But whom the Lord loves, he chastens. And so then if we respond to that chastening, it's not joyous, but afterwards it yields the fruit of righteousness to those that are exercised by that. So everybody be quick and look real quick and not fail the grace of God. Let at least you let a root of bitterness spring up and trouble you. And then other people are defiled by that. Follow peace with all. See, that, that's the race. There's no question about it. So then when we can't do it, what happens? And then to be accepted of him is to be running that, not just running the race or falling, but to actually be running, yeah, and not, not stalled out or fallen and, and can't get up. That's what I thought after I was first saved. Yeah, one day love your enemies, but then all of a sudden I couldn't anymore. And it's a long story, but... It doesn't matter. Even when I taught the Bible and, and still trying to on radio, I mean, uh, I, I knew the truth of it. You could see it. But, you you know, I knew I couldn't do it. I thought that. But that's simply not true. And so Paul says, labor and be willing uh, to, whether here or there, have his love and have his forgiveness for people. There's, there's no doubt about what they're saying. And when he lives in you, you do have access to that nature and you can be one or the other persons, the old man or the new. And it's not easy or he wouldn't say when you're wearied and want to quit doing that, uh, think of him. He didn't quit or, or faint, even though it cost him his very life. And that's what we really have to do is give up our human, you know, our nature of, well, I'll forgive if I want to. If I don't want to, I won't. Well, I used to, unfortunately, I guess I felt that way or I, I wasn't doing it. I wouldn't say it that way, but that's the bottom line. And I was failing the grace of God because there were a lot of root of bitterness roots popping up and they were growing. I, they weren't under the ground springing up. They troubled me and troubled everybody around me. And, and I'm not the only person like that, but he is the answer to it. So we must all appear before him. And then I was looking at, uh, Paul says in Corinthians there again, uh, examine yourself to see whether you're in the faith. 
and I know that is taught and believed as by some anyway. Uh, see if you're even saved or not. And that simply is not what he's talking about. He's talking to the Corinthians, the Christians, carnal Christians, yeah. But he said, when I come to visit you, and they wanted him to come by, and he hadn't for a couple of times, they were put out. And he said, I know when I come by, I won't find you as I want to. You won't be, and at least you'll be, uh, and you won't find me like you would want me to be, because I won't spare you. I have to call out when I see envy, wrath, strife, whisperings. That's not love. And that's what he always asked them. Be in one accord. Love each other. And he's saying, I know when I come, I'll be humbled. And that can only mean because I'll bewail the sin of many. that You won't repent. You won't hear it or something like that. And, and to be humbled would mean... I don't know how else to think of it. He would be lifted up a little bit with anger and and then have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I should be meek and mild and lowly of heart and humble like the Lord was. You can tell the truth without getting personally angry. The anger of a man works not the righteousness of God, but you can tell the truth. The Lord said, I'll just tell you the truth. You want to kill me for it. And he said to his men, don't be surprised because that same thing will happen. So Paul's talking about, are you walking in the faith? Examine your faith uh, yourself to whether you know. And he said, I trust you know that Christ is in you, unless you are really an unbeliever. But he's saying, we're not reprobates. We're not unbelievers. So when we're weak, you're strong, and we wish this for you, your completion, so you can learn about love. And I use sharpness in this letter because when I get there, I don't want to cause a problem. Finally, brethren, live in peace and, and let the God of love be with you. All the saints here salute all of you saints there. He's not talking to unbelievers. That's simply how it is. So we can do these things. We We can fall like this. And I want to try to to uh, if there is an answer to it, how you would do it, or one of the answers, maybe the, the what is the answer? Well, he is, but there's a verse that Paul says in Hebrews. I assume he wrote the book. If he didn't, it'd be somebody exactly like he would. Uh, but he says, "Strong meat," and I remember as a baby, I had the classic story. I wouldn't get off the bottle and kept crying, and my mom wouldn't. You know, didn't want to be ugly to me, I guess. So the story was my dad got all the bottles and threw them out in the trash and said no more. He has to eat food. And I don't know how it went down because I can't remember. But strong meat belongs to those that are mature, that by reason of use, they have their senses exercised to know good and evil. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrines of Christ. That's elementary. And here he's saying about milk. You have need of milk, not of strong meat. But you've had meat, uh, milk over and over because when the time that you should be able to teach these things, you want to talk again about things like baptism, laying on of hands, resurrection of the body, and uh, the dead and eternal judgment. And those are repentance from dead works. And so those are good things. That That's doctrine and knowledge. But he says you need to leave that. And like James says, be complete. And that completion is your love being tested and shown 
that it is his love, not your own, and that his love does forgive every, uh, I mean, has no unforgiveness. He is judge over all, all judgment given unto me, he said. So who are we, James says, who who are you to take, well, that one person, I'll judge them because uh, what, I, I don't know if God will really bring it down on them like I want. Well, I don't think that way anymore, but not all that long ago, I, I had something similar to thoughts like that. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. I just have lost opportunity of years and years that uh, hopefully can be restored to some extent. But strong meat belongs to them that are mature, that have by reason of use. And that use there is somebody, say, uh, like people have, hey, hey, can you use this old lawnmower? I don't need it. Or this ranch here. Well, no, it's the wrong size. I, I can't use it. Oh, you don't have any use for it? That's what the word means. By reason of use, it's something, oh, I use that knife all the time. Carry it with. Well, by habit is what it means, by habit. Because strong meat, I don't think the baby just, yeah, that's that's it for the jars of baby food. Uh, let me have some meat and goes right into it. I, I don't remember. I, don't, I think there's a time of adjustment there to where... You, you kind of go back and forth and you get the strong meat belongs to them that have become mature by habit. And I don't want to uh, dwell on it, but, but I, I, when I was convicted uh, about seven years ago, roughly, by the Spirit of God in that you can't be, I couldn't be close to him like, like I want to be, except if I didn't get rid of the darkness, like if there's one brother, one thing, and there certainly was. And I somehow, after a while, you forget things that you know, but by habit, then that day, though, he can, and I found out that when he said, when I knew that truth, and I, what do you do? It's like your husband or wife coming, well, I'm leaving. If you don't uh, give up that uh, drinking or whatever, I'm out. And you know it's for good. Well, hold it. It sobers you up, as it were, spiritually. It sobered me up to be convicted like that. And then I realized and gave up the resentment that I have, not towards somebody for a certain, anybody, anything, at peace with all men. And we're persuaded of these things that accompany salvation. So we do those things in the way of by habit. I remember what I was trying to say is, oh, right then, I, it felt like I'd just been saved again almost, as it were, and because I'd had a hardened heart for so long in the way that, well, I love mostly everybody and trying hard, but that just doesn't work. And and so then when I did feel the way I knew I felt, I knew why, but yet by the next day that had somehow it became then went away. Then it became the race or the struggle uh, to 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 switch from knowing knowledge, which a person can know a lot of things. But if you don't know his love, you you don't know what you should know. And so that happens, though. You can talk to preachers and find out. Oh, they take a lot of confidence in their knowledge. But if it's with love, that's one thing. Without love, it's nothing, as it were. And so strong meat belongs to them that have by so the next day after that happened I remember I was 
panicked. I was I, all of a sudden I realized I had resentment again about whatever, whoever, and I and I thought and I, I it's like you have a few minutes to figure it out, or or you you don't want to not because it was something I had a soul experience that I hadn't experienced in so long, except when I uh, his love and that I was not guilty of not having his love and for the first time felt that but then when I didn't have it I went back like he said go back to the first works and I went back to remember and he made me feel internally he said to me uh, we can't be close like you want until you give up your resentment period there was no well for so and so, and that's how we work. That's how I was doing. Well, I can't forgive, because, but I can forgive them. They, you know, I don't know. It gets off into like James says, he's the lawgiver. Who? What are you doing? And so the idea of habit. The next day, and then all of a sudden, I realized I had the choice because I just had the experience of the fact. Yes, you can do it. Uh, it's like pushing a little bird off the cliff. It may almost have a heart attack, but it can fly. And and it, then he realizes the gift that he has of and and so here you that that's one of the things and and it's been a struggle. And like he, Timothy uh when Paul wrote to him he said I I finished <laughs> the race because they are gonna execute me uh like tomorrow as it were. I finished the race, uh, the struggle, the good fight, day and night, uh, hour, every minute with people from within, from without, all the burden of the churches. He was saying shipwrecked, stoned to death, not too much, maybe not like the burden of the churches, the people, the believers, because they're so hard for Satan not to get a hold of them and cause them not to bear fruit. Because like I can witness to that, I didn't think I could. You know, well, I guess somebody else can, but somebody's got to be that unfaithful servant. Ah, that's me. That's what the problem is. No, that that's simply, <laughs> that's a lie, and that's not true because the Lord said to everybody, you can, if you don't doubt and you ask for it, you will have it. So if you're unskillful, you use the milk, which is the knowledge, the principles of the doctrine of Christ. And let us move on. You don't forget the doctrines. But you don't stay there. You move on to completion, perfection. And that's simply provable, is that that's the love of God that's in your heart that he is. That's the seed he plants. And you can live according to that nature. If, big if, the old man vote against it, crucify and deny the old self, the nature. And it's not little by little or not or what, and that sounds good, but it's a complete death to the old nature. Like Paul says, put it out, and then you'll be raised up in newness of life. And he forced me to do that. And I remember after, when I felt that, I thought, oh, it was sad because I thought all oh, these years, I, I didn't know that feeling of not having the burden of unforgiveness in my heart. So the idea that our senses are exercised and that means like training for the olympics where a runner say well how about these heavy running shoes no i'll take the light ones thank you i even remember one and it was kind of 
ridiculous, I get in a way. But he said, no, I don't want a number on my shirt because it weighs me down, the extra weight of the paint there and stuff. And and there was a big deal. No, you have to have a number. No. And so I don't remember. I, th- I think he finally did have to, or he couldn't run the race, something and like that. So the, the word for exercised is the idea of like they trained for the Olympics and even performed them, as it were, with the least possible clothing, put it that way. And you have your senses exercised. Your senses are what? Well, five senses, touch, taste, feel, all that. But this new creature, the spiritual person, your senses, the both of them, they're you, you, by habit, you know faith and know love. And yeah, you can do it for a minute. Like the one friend of mine said, yeah, if you meant it and repented and all that and stand up, but you wouldn't get a few steps and you would sin again, possibly in your heart. Well, doesn't that count? Yes, it does. And God doesn't run on a minute system necessarily. It's your heart. And if you don't quit or give up, that's then by the reason of that he's saying here at least that because if you do then obviously it don't happen it can't so you keep the struggle though to love and forgive and not consider yourself anyone to be able to judge anyone you think about it only god would know uh who was given what and how and when no matter how good well we might know somebody so it it's the race and he can he runs it for us in us as us it's me but it's not me and that me wins the race the other me the old nature lost it before he even gets he can't even find the track because the race is to abide in his love and you know that by the fact of whether you love Others are not, especially believers. But like Paul said, beloved, I'm persuaded better things of you than what I'm talking about, that you might not be doing that. And you might just be kind of secure in what you know about God and that you're trying hard and you're not on the strong meat because, like James said, you have to want it with all of your heart. And Paul's saying here, that could happen. It really can. Thank you for listening to the program.